I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Coach Schneider. And you're listening to Church Mag Podcast number 72. I had the package in my hand, the mystery package, and I said, God, please give me the ace doctor. This man deserves some credit. I almost want to say rabbit because of the pushback, but you're not really rabbit. You're more like, you're more like, you know what you, you know what you are? This podcast epitomizes that process of, it's all fun and games until you tick one of us off. This week's podcast is brought to you by Finding Faith Inside the Big Blue Box, a Whovian's 30-day devotional. Written by our very own Phil Schneider, Phil uses Doctor Who as a backdrop for this 30-day devotional that will walk you through some basic elements of your Christian faith. You can download Finding Faith Inside the Big Blue Box from Amazon or visit churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. On this week's podcast, we field some of your questions that you sent us, and we end up talking about this weekend's season premiere of Doctor Who, Winnie the Pooh, and Doctor Who, only on the Church Mag Podcast. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another exciting episode, at least I hope is exciting, episode of the Church Mag Podcast. We clearly think highly of ourselves because we're calling it exciting, or at least I am thinking highly of ourselves by calling it an exciting podcast. Um... Today we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to take a couple questions that have been submitted by you, um, and uh, yeah, let's just see what happens, guys. Um, I can't wait to underwhelm everybody listening. <laughs> I'm afraid this is going to be one of those episodes where people are like, eh. or we get the hate mail that says, "I listened to the whole thing and none of it was informative." Hey, hey, let me inform you real quick of something here, okay? No one likes you. <laughs> Ouch. Consider yourself informed. Uh, we lost another subscriber. Your mom called and she can't stand you either. Clearly, Phil is wearing his spiked armor today. Um, somebody asked the question. I'm drinking coffee with hazelnut creamer and the hazelnut's going straight to my head, man. Oh, snap. You are like, you are, yeah, clearly, is Phil is high. Um, he wants to know if we three were cast in Winnie the Pooh, which characters we would be. Now, I, well, let's play this game first, okay? Um, let's have you guys ca- let's cast each other first. Okay. So, okay, Jeremy, who would Eric be, you think? I'm so scared right now. Uh, um, I'm going to hit my head pretty pretty quickly. I don't. I would say, what is it, Mama Roo? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe how I would put it. I would. I think no. I would. He, to me, he's Christopher Robin. He's the, the actual human being who's trying to settle, get all the all the weird animals together. Wow, that's awesome, Phil. This was an excellent way to do this, by the way. Thank you. Now, now, now Eric, who do you think you are? Let's go ahead and no. Oh, what do I? Oh, who do I think I am? Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Um, a lot of pressure there. Um, I would say. Uh, I, I tend to be I, I like to think of myself as a tigger or a poo, but um, I think that I have tendencies to be rabbit. Unfortunately, little type A. Yeah, it's true. The rumors are true. When you say you have some tendencies, you mean that basically your wife is saying that you're rabbit. What you're telling us, Phil. Why does one of the hosts have to be a psychologist? I mean, it's like I, know, I know. Hold on, this is no, this is good. We're we're gonna we're, we're turning on him now. I feel so vulnerable. Okay, all right. Uh, Eric, who's Jeremy? Jeremy, 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 Jeremy. Um, I'm gonna agree with you because I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say? I'm. <laughs> I know what Phil. I know what okay. Phil's gonna say. Jeremy, 
Jeremy is, uh, I almost want to say rabbit because of the pushback, but you're not really rabbit. You're more like, you're more like, you know what you, you know what you are? You are Eeyore. You are Eeyore. Because that no, he's not. You no, don't think he's Eeyore. Eeyore? Yeah. It's, no, he's not. You, you don't think so? That's who I would, that's who because I would we would be like, no, no, he's no, owl. He's totally owl. No, because you, yeah, you owl. and I are like, oh, you know, this is this and that is that. And, and he's like. No, it's not, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back here. No, no, he's he, uh, he exactly. He's owl. He's the one always telling us the real stuff. Oh wow, he's owl. Okay, I say you or you say owl because I I get I, I can see the owl too. I can see the owl. This is this is the whole episode now. We're just analyzing owl. each other. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Jeremy. Owl Who are you? Eeyore. I I see myself much more as an Eeyore. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, internally at least. I never thought about owl. That was a new one. That's a um, good one. I, that, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we need to put a deep cut, people. You, you, uh, Jeremy, you are a flying donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read that version of uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh-huh. This is a Church Mag version, apparently. Okay, okay, I want to say, I can't decide. Clearly, I have a problem with decision-making, because I, I, I feel like I want to pick two for you guys. Um, I, I imagine Phil as a poo. But let's face it, the guy is Tigger. Guy is Tigger. See, I think no, I think honestly, internally, I think I'm much more of a Winnie the Pooh or mm-hmm. well, okay, I have bouts of, of Tiggerdom, you know, but I'm far more like Winnie the Pooh, and I'm always getting into a mess and make it worse. Um, but honestly, I mentally, I'm I'm very much Eeyore. I, I have a hard time with uh, with depression and uh, negativity and. I, I really, I'm not a very uh, high energy person in real life. Mm. Well, then I guess maybe that would put you more as a poo because I, I, I can definitely see you saying, "Oh bother." Yeah, no, that that does. I, I think um, on the spectrum of Eeyore to Tigger, I'm probably more in the poo camp. I, I kind of ride that middle line where I, I, I dip into either side. You heard it right here, folks. Phil's in the poo camp. <laughs> I, as soon as I said that, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> As soon as I said it, a three-year-old has many jokes for that comment, but I'll just let it be. Mm. You know, this is actually this is kind of silly. This might be a good exercise to do with your with your church tech team. It's, it's if you can have a, a, a tiny bit of sense of humor, you can get into a good conversation here with um, figuring out who people are and what their personality types are. Um, this you can lead. This, you can use this to lead off a, a opportunity of training with like Myers Briggs or I know Jim doesn't care for it, but the Enneagram, the kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know our our family as a family unit. We we do the Winnie the Pooh thing a lot, but like we've I shouldn't say a lot. Yeah, every evening we sit down and talk about how we're different. No, we we reference it like you're being a and then name it because we can name each person in our family of of who we are, and so it is a fun it is a fun exercise. Eric's parenting is apparently next level, so I'm just gonna step off and let him give all the advice now. You know that's right. Okay, so uh, the, the next question here is, what are things that have influenced Church Mag over the years, how and why? And I can say, if you follow Church Mag, you, it, it, it is somewhat obvious because, like, we like geeky fun stuff, comic books, um, Star Wars, stuff like that. I mean... But perhaps this is a deeper level question. What do you guys think? No, it's not. It's comic book and fun stuff. No, it's just not a deep level question. This is right on the surface. Doctor Who, bro. <laughs> but I mean, like, like anything between like early 80s to even current, because, you know, A-Team, 
that A team, like, you know, we do love it when a plan comes together. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Very true. That would be fun. Who, who, who everyone is, you know what? We might have to start doing this of who each other, you know, like who's who with these other things. Or we could have them leave a Apple review and have them decide who we are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, yes. you keep with the Apple review things. I've just given Although up Jeremy, altogether. Jeremy totally is B.A. Maracas. I pity the fool who has pushback. I do. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so before we give the other ones, I think everybody else should give who everybody else is on the A-team. And here's some nice ones. And we might just read it off on the podcast. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's the wrong song. How does the A-team go? Dun, 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 dun. No. No. <laughs> All 80s action shows they, sound the they same. They know it. They can Google it. Yeah, Google it because I'm editing that out. Maybe. No one ever really knows. Phil's trying to give us a cam question. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and how, how is it influences? I mean, it clearly it influences everything that you consume influences you. And um, I think that, you know, geekery, tech, th- th- it all kind of goes hands in hand. So that's, 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 you know, why it influences how. I mean, clearly in some of our art and what we like and what we do at Church Mag, um, because we do, we do like to keep it fun. Um, that is how it is influenced. I don't know about if how it's maybe influenced influenced us on a deeper level. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on how it may have influenced us on a deeper level? Well, I think that Doctor Who is the excellent option because not only is he fun, but he gets very serious very quickly. And, it, and I think that this podcast epitomizes that process of it's all fun and games until you tick one of us off or you say something against the Christian faith or you decide to make a bad comment about Christian technology and then it's game on. And then we're going to go back in time and basically make sure you don't ever exist. Well, I can, I can completely tell right now for some, none of you are watching your cameras because I've been, th- I've been throwing Dr. Who toys in front of my camera the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Bill is throwing that up. Oh, look at that. Look at that. See that he's even drinking from the TARDIS, which I don't know what kind of effects that'll have on him long-term. Um, see, you're using the bandwidth, so then that was inaudible, but that's okay. I am. I'll turn it off. <laughs> see, see, this is where Rabbit comes into play, and he's being Rabbit right see, now. See, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, I mean, no. Get off my lawn, kid. Yeah, I am that guy. Oh, I'm that guy. That's so terrible. Anyway, um, it, it's it's true what you said, Jeremy, because, I mean, Phil wrote the devotional. He's done a lot of uh, sci-fi and technology posts where he really mixes the two. And so that's clearly how it's played out. I think one thing that our stuff that's influenced us is like, I know, like with RPG games, I think is an excellent example of how you can't do things alone. Yeah. Um, or the Avengers, you can't do it alone. Everyone has their unique thing that brings to the, they bring to the table. You know, it takes more than one of us to do this podcast. It takes more than, it takes uh, more than one of us to um, make the, make the blog go around. So it's almost as if we're a bunch of different iterations of a single person. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. Speaking of which, Doctor Who is just around the corner, guys. Um, you guys excited or what? Yeah. Oh, so excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'll have to admit something, though. This is terrible. I'm actually one episode behind. I have not watched the Christmas episode yet, and so what? I have to watch that. Well, here's what happens. At Christmas time, my wife and I were getting ready to move, and she was getting ready to have her surgery, and we just got into – our Wi-Fi was bad, and we, just, we couldn't couldn't watch it. And then we got settled in, and then life just kicked off, and then Spanish soap operas called our name, and we couldn't get back to it. 
And honestly, she's not enjoying Capaldi as much as I am. So she's kind of like, well, we guess we could watch it. What about the theory that this might be the last Doctor, though? I hope not. What? Well, they would be certainly going out on a bang, that's for sure. I mean, what are you talking about? Why yeah, would he be the last Doctor? Because he doesn't have any more regens. No, 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 no. You misunderstood. Okay, let's go, let's go deep nerd. In the in the time of the Doctor, when the when the when the when uh, the uh, Time Lord sent him regeneration energy, it mm-hmm. wasn't for a thirteenth regeneration. It was for a whole new regeneration cycle. Did they explicitly say that? Yes, he said. Uh, he said, "Oh, brand new regeneration cycle." Here's the thing about science fiction that I love is you can you can invent anything. Oh, entirely. But see, by doing that, they've, they've now doubled the life of the show. So he's got a whole new generation cycle. So he's this is now the this is now the this is he's he's one generation down, and he's got like you know twelve more to go, or eleven more to go. I forget you can't count the first one. I forget how it is, but whatever. He's got like you know eleven more to go. Here's the thing um, on this cycle is that even if the show would end, Doctor Who can never end because he's not bound by time. So well, technically, yeah, he can never end. They're doing radio plays still with the Eighth Doctor. Are they really? Oh yeah, and actually, I'm, I, I've I've rewatched the, his movie. It's still terrible, but he's good. And the Night of the Doctor mini episode, he was fantastic. Like I just got a, a, a I got a mini figure for Father's Day, and it ended up being a doc, uh, the Eighth Doctor. I was like, I was, I had the package in my hands, mystery package, and I said, God, please give me the Eighth Doctor. This man deserves some credit, and it was the Eighth Doctor. I was like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Come is on. how prayers work. You just pray, and then time Lord appears. Hallelujah! You know, I feel so so out geeked right now. Just like I feel, I feel bad actually. Well, okay, but but the rumors are the rumors are that this might be the last. Oh no 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 doctor. no! The rumors are that Haley Atwell will be the next Doctor. You know, Agent Car- Agent Peggy Carter from uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. That's the last rumor I heard. So, woman doctor, all right? Yes. Well, if they're going to do a woman doctor, get somebody who's actually a good actress. You know, I don't want to. But here's my my argument, and the same argument Peter Davison made is that, and that was the fifth doctor for you you out there who don't know. Um, my argument w- was that, uh, and I think he said it the best, it would kill the show with with um, with sexism, because what makes a show best, and for my in my mind, the the best season so far. Not for necessarily the the writing, but the best dynamics of the of the companion and the doctor was season four with Donna Noble, because in every way she she continually won up the doctor. Mm-hmm. She was like the entire every episode was him saying, "I need to do this thing," and Donna's like, "How can I help?" Well, you can't because you're a human being and you don't know enough. And she's like, "Oh yeah, how about this?" And he's like, "Dang it." That works, Donna. And it was perfect because the doctor was a man, you know, or, you know, male-ish, you know, person. And he was a genius. And yet somehow this woman, this regular woman, continually either outsmarted him or, you know, just uh, proved herself more than more than capable of holding her own. And I think if you made a woman the doctor, then her companion would probably also be a male. I'm just guessing because they're going to want some sexual tension of some kind for the majority audience of heterosexuals out there. And it'll, it'll be the doc- that, that either the male companion is an idiot because they're not going to make the woman look stupid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just don't see how that's going to play very well. You know, they've always been cutting edge, and you've said it before, Phil, that science fiction has a curious way of kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit. So I can't help but wonder if that's what they'll do, and everything will script out and play out in in a way that, that we have yet to even think of. So Yeah. 
They'll try it, but remember, this show did die once, so and it, it regenerated. But I'm afraid that they would that would at this point in time that would kill the show. It has to be. It has to be. And Moffat said this. It has to be about the actress, not about getting a woman. And I agree with him on that. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch the show with a woman. I'm saying it has to be the perfect cast woman. And 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 Haley Atwell is a, did a great job in the Marvel movies. And I thought I watched the Peggy the Agent Carter show, but she's a good actress. But I think that for too many Americans, she's that girl from the Marvel movies, and it would not translate well. The benefit of like Capaldi or or Matt Smith or David Tennant is most Americans had no idea who they were, and they were doing something. I think that they could. Re- I think it's easier for a male actor to reinvent himself than a woman, which is not fair. But I think it's true. And Eric, you're right. The sci- sci-fi stuff does just push the envelope more. But I think the British in general don't now whether you're listening to this before or after the season kicks off then well there you go um just depends on congratulations what, on being a time lord yourself or or congratulations on being a subscriber to the podcast and you listen to oh, it yeah that. you could listen to it um friday before you know everyone else has to wait until sunday right um all right so uh christopher battles replied to church mag about um a social media pet peeve, and he said, <laughs> "He said, peeve should be the name of my next pet." <laughs> See, that's a dad joke, and those are not the kind of jokes I make at school. <laughs> that's pretty awesome, don't you think? That's like a grandpa joke. That one's peeve so rough. Should be good job, rabbit. Come here, peeve. Come here, peeve. I thought it was really funny. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Way to shoot it down, gosh. Eeyore! Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Eric's mad at us because we didn't like the dad joke that he liked. Hey, hey! Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be Tigger. I'm funny. I'm, I'm funny, guys. <laughs> don't act, don't act like I'm not funny. You know I'm funny. I'll be crossing that off my uh, joke list for the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to try that with your kids and just see how that how that goes. My 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 son will probably say "brum dish." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good kid right there. He even knows when to badum dish his own jokes because he knows they're badum dish worthy. I was doing announcements at church last week and I got, I got that. It was very, it was very bad. It was a bad, very bad morning, and I was off my game entirely. Like the ushers didn't close the front, the the, the sanctuary doors, so I could see, I could hear all the stuff going out in the foyer. People are still talking because you know password the microphone. Who cares, right? And we, we already shown a video, and people are still talking after the video. Like loudly, and I'm up there doing my thing, and I am so rattled by all this stuff. I get off my game, and finally, as I crack up some jokes halfway through, they're not even very good jokes, but all of a sudden, I hear behind me, and the drummer hit, hit it for me. It was fantastic. Oh. He single handedly saved the day. When you're doing these things, Phil, where is your wife in the building? Is she like locked in a room? She is sitting in her seat, rolling her eyes, rambling, <laughs> <with> disabandoned. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says you've done your job like your wife rolling her eyes. I guys, I've had some nights where people go in, people go to her and say, "Your husband's so funny," and she's like, "Oh, thanks. You can have him. <laughs> I'm done. This guy's an idiot." <laughs> 
you can have him. She honestly said, she said before, like, when we were dating, I thought you were so funny. And then I realized that wasn't going to go away. <laughs> and it's, it's not funny anymore. And your, and your daughter's at an age where she still thinks that you're like the funniest person on earth. She does. I'm like, I'm like a joke that my wife's like rolling her eyes at. So like, like I get angry eye roll and my daughter starts giggling and st- turns to her and says, daddy's so funny. And mom's, <laughs> she's like, yeah, he is, honey. He sure is. And she gives me gives me a look and says, if she absorbs your humor, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, but there will be a moment. I can promise you this. There will be that moment in your life when you realize that, you're, that your own child is funnier than you. And it is it is a confusing moment. I'm pretty sure my son's already at that point. So She's unintentionally funnier than me. Well, come on, Jeremy. You are Eeyore. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's already happened. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed yourself this week. This wasn't our usual form and format, but we still want to hear from you. Use the hashtag CMAGCast, and you're sure to have a reply. That's hashtag CMAGCast. Please leave us a review on iTunes. We would love to know what you think. And you can submit any comment, question, or podcast ideas by simply jumping online and visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. Until next time. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. I'm, I'm sitting here editing this, and I realized that while we recorded the podcast last Saturday, I totally neglected to say where the questions came from. Uh, it came from Blessing, and uh, Blessing listens to us from Cape Town, South Africa. Blessing, thank you for submitting your question. <laughs> it was a lot of fun.